A well-educated mind is something that is underappreciated, undervalued anymore, and is something that we really need more of. And so, uh, this is going to be part motivational video, part structural, part my views and opinions on this and wh why I really and truly think that a well-educated mind is a defense for pretty much anything. Um, being taken advantage of, being conned, being influenced by uh, bad faith actors. Uh, you know what, what I mean bad faith actors is there are people who will take things out of context deliberately to frame an argument or frame something that someone said to make it sound like it he is or she is a racist or sexist or any number of things bad faith actors there are many people like this in this world and a well-educated mind a mind who can defend itself from what you could call outside intruders is a well educated mind is a well prepared mind a well a well useful mind we need more of this in this day and age what we mostly have is knee jerk reactions and honestly what it has what mostly comes down to in my opinion has to do with um automatic reactions from system 1 it also has to do with, so, I think there's many things in play here, and I might do an episode, a really deep dive on this, because I want to find a way of dealing with this, and, and showing you this, and, and ways of, of, like, really, truly dealing with this in a very efficient way, but really what I think it comes down to is... Believing what we hear, believing what we see, believing all that we see, or believing what our group tells us. You know, if we're conservative, we believe the conservative agenda. We, if we're liberal, we believe the liberal agenda. Um, this is why a well-educated mind is typically more individualistic. Typically, think, typically what I've noticed, there's a couple of things that I've noticed about somebody who is well-educated. And I, mean, and I don't mean well-educated as in, like, you've gone to college and you're, like, a doctorate and something. Uh, I mean well-educated as in, like, you have what are well-read on something and you can, can talk about it pretty thoroughly and pretty uh, well. And you kind of know a lot about it. You know the ins and outs. And you know, one of the things that a well-educated mind knows is that he knows that he doesn't know everything. Because he knows all the things that he doesn't know. Because he has done all this research. See, I think one of the big distinctions between a smart person and a dumb person... Excuse my language, because I know people like don't like the, the word dumb anymore. But a smart person... Or an educated versus person versus an ignorant person is the qualifier. I don't know anything. I don't know as much as I don't know. A, an intelligent person is going to 
be just as aware of the things that he doesn't know as much as of the, as much as he is aware of the things that he does know versus the confident but ignorant person who doesn't realize he doesn't know the things that he doesn't know he thinks he knows them but he doesn't actually know them and he doesn't realize that those things that he knows are inaccurate or are missing valuable bits of information this is extremely common this is extremely useful information that most people aren't aware of because they haven't educated themselves you know, it's one thing to be educated by your school, your priests, your whatever. But a lot of times those education systems are built to indoctrinate you into the system that they themselves were indoctrinated into. Um, a lot of times the education systems are very blue in a lot of ways. They're very hierarchical based it's very much like a system of you know teacher parent relationship teacher student relationship there's no um there's there are some exceptional schools that that aren't as uh rigid but most of public school is very rigid it's very dogmatic in its teaching stu- in its teaching structure not to mention that a lot of the uh, things that are taught are inaccurate anymore. Um, most of what is taught is meant for a different world. A world a hundred years ago, really, in many cases. And so a well-educated person has to go beyond what he has been taught. A well-educated person, a well-educated mind, realizes that what he has been taught is often not what is actually true. One of the one of the things that I think is, is probably one of the most interesting things to me is that oftentimes the, the popular conceptions, the popular notions about life, about science, end up being untrue in most cases. Um... Not that they're completely false, but oftentimes they are very, very, miss, very much uh, missing valuable bits of information or just completely inaccurate in, in general. It's very interesting in this way. Um, and there's plenty of examples of this, and I've already talked about one. Uh, you know, people talk about poverty creates crime, but crime actually is what creates poverty, and I talked about this in the last episode. Um, and so... A well-educated mind is one of those things that we really, you really need in the 21st century because everybody is being influenced by posts on social media, by some body that you know, you're, one of your friends or one of your co-workers says, oh, did, could you, did you believe what Trump said? And you, you look into it and you realize, wait a second, Trump didn't say what you think he said. You know, there are things you can you can uh, say that he said that that are true, and there are things that oft, oft, can often be taken out of context that he says and things like this. And this is often where the well, well-educated mind differs from other people, because the well-educated mind will not 
be swayed by popular points. So, <coughs> I think one of the things that you must learn how to do, and this is hard to do, you must learn how to pause. You must learn how to reserve judgment about something for a while until you really get to know whatever this thing is. You must reserve judgment about most things. Most things are wrong. Most things are missing very valuable bits of information. And oftentimes what, what ends up happening, oftentimes what, in, what I end up finding is that mo most information, most popular bits of information are very shallow, very uh, cir circus, circus, <laughs> surface level things that aren't really accurate in the long run and aren't really representative of what's, of what's really going on. And a good, some good examples are like stereotypes. Stereotypes are very popular misconceptions people have. Sometimes they are based on statistics or based on you know comedy sketches or whatever, but those things don't necessarily add up to being true for individual people. And so when you see those stereotypes being played out, it reaffirms... The, those things within your your bias, but <coughs> if you don't see them, you 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 might assume that this is just an outlier, you know, whatever it is, because you're not necessarily a well-educated mind. And this, this is not an insult necessarily. Um, you know, a well-educated mind versus an educated mind is something that could be debated, but to me, an educated mind is somebody who. So one of the really interesting things to me is that education doesn't necessarily equal uh, somebody who knows more than another person. Education oftentimes means that you're just more indoctrinated into cultural society than other people. Um, we're seeing a lot of that now with mainstream media where they're just telling farmers and people who are losing their jobs to just learn to code and then people like throw that back in their faces and they got mad and they, they started telling tri uh, tw Twitter to silence those people and all this other stuff because they are the elites in their ivory towers and they're, you know, they're not aware. And this is why it's important to be a well-educated person. Well-educated versus ed educated is a very, very important subject. And honestly, what it requires is individual understanding versus collective. <coughs> so, a well-educated person is not going to follow the popular crowd. What he's going to do, or she, is he's going to look into something, maybe something somebody said, Maybe it is a popular opinion, maybe it's not. And he's going to ask himself, is this actually true? And instead of looking to what everybody is telling him, whatever that might be, because sometimes people are telling you things that aren't necessarily true, he looks into them, and he looks into many different uh, aspects of this as well, as much as possible, without you know being overwhelmed with it and whatnot. And he comes to his conclusion based on what he finds over time. But he reserves judgment for that first couple of minutes. Because oftentimes what ends up happening is that you 
judge something only to find like maybe a couple minutes later or a couple hours later or days or even weeks or months later that what you judged was not actually what actually happened you judged you, you misjudged because you only heard heard part of what you're you're given they only gave you part of what the person was saying or the, you know something along these lines and so <coughs> the well-educated person realizes this um and you must learn how to do this. This is, a, this is a very important skill. You must learn how to not give in to your knee-jerk reactions. This is, this is not something that's necessarily easy. It's not something that you're going to be like automatically good at at first, which is why most people are not going to engage in doing this because it's, it's, it goes against the grain of the mind. It goes against the grain of System 1. Um, <coughs> you know, I've talked about the two different systems. Of the brain, of your mind, system two is a very fast-paced system, very quick, very intuitive, the lightning fast, quick, lightning quick decisions, you know, like that. What is one plus one equal? System two, system one is going to answer two. Um, you know, and so, but because it is so fast and so quick, it's often very flawed. It's often very, <coughs> sorry, it's often very primitive. It's often, it often can be very much mixed in with your emotions as well. Um, and so, a system one person will, in order to be drawn into debates and trolling and all these different problems, without questioning, without going beyond and going, wait, 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 am I missing something here? Or... Is this really something that you, you know, there's the popular meme. Is this really the hill you want to die on or whatever it is, right? Um, is this really what's going on here? And sometimes you find out the answer is yes. Sometimes you find the answer is yes. But sometimes what you find is the answer is no. Sometimes what you find is the answer is kind of in the middle. Sometimes what you find is that the answer isn't even in the, in the same category. Sometimes they'll, sometimes what ends up happening, what, what's really interesting to me is that what sometimes, what, what often I find through my research and my looking into a lot of things is that oftentimes people get caught up in the wrong thing and they focus on like this one minute thing when they really should be focused in this completely different dimension, wherever that is. And that's really where this whole bulk of the well-educated mind versus just the educated mind comes into play. You know, the well-educated mind is going to attempt to, he may not be perfect at doing this, or she, it could be a she, or anybody at all, it could be a they or whatever, it doesn't mean that they are always going to be perfect at doing this, but they're always going to attempt to do this more than anybody else for various reasons because they they realize that the first <coughs> judgments are often um very very wrong very very misinformed um and so the well-educated mind uses system two system there's there's basically two systems of the mind 
right? System one is very lightning quick, very fast, very intuitional, but also very flawed. It's because the way that I've explained it before is that system one use, uh, is best used with only two or less bits of information. You know, what is one plus one equal two? One and one equal two. That's a very simple problem that system one can work with. But oftentimes, system one is work, uh, working with much more than this. And because of that, it ends up making way more assumptions than it, than it needs to. And it ends up causing it a lot of problems. And it makes flawed judgments because of these assumptions. And um, these assumptions have to do with <coughs> a lot of things. But system one uses something called heuristics. I'll look it up. H-E-U-R-I-S-T-I-C. These heuristics are what end up creating what people, what science calls cognitive biases. You know, there's the typical bias that people might know of the confirmation bias, but that's not the only kind of bias that exists. There's the availability heuristic or the availability bias. There's the anchoring bias. There's so many different kinds of biases that the system one kind of falls into and will fall into. It's almost inevitable that one must go against the grain of the brain of the brain and use system two. System two is more thorough, much slower, but also much more thorough than system one. System two is <coughs> you can almost think of like chewing versus swallowing, right? System one kind of will swallow something, even if it's really big, and it might give itself indigestion. It might cause itself some problems, some flawed thinkings. Uh, system two will chew it a lot more until the, the bits are kind of differentiated. There's, you know, it, it distinguishes the different parts of what it's looking at and it comes up with points and then counterpoints and all these other different things. And it chews it thoroughly and then swallows it once it comes to that conclusion. Um, and because of that, it, it can avoid many, many, many errors that System 1 cannot avoid in the same way. Because honestly, it, System 1 comes with many assumptions. System 1 comes with many problems within its level thinking. So, the well-educated mind will be more cautious of those quick judgments. He may not know why he, he has to become more cautious of these quick judgments, but he knows that these quick judgments aren't always the most accurate, the most useful, the most uh, helpful even. Oftentimes, too, what I've become aware of is that a lot of the judgments that people have, the harsh judgment, like, you're bad, or he's bad, or whatever, often come from System 1. You know, system 1 is very quick, very fast, but also very flawed. Um, there's a book that goes into this, if you really are interested, called Thinking Fast and Slow. It's a very interesting book. And... What I want, what I would uh, recommend you do, is do the counterintuitive thing and use system two more often, as much as possible, especially when you're dealing with a lot of information. You know the um, 
the tempting thing for for the mind to do is just to use system one and say, oh, that's enough. You know, I don't have to use my brain to think about this. And just just go with what these people are saying, these scientists are saying, or whatever it is, rather than like looking into it and, and coming to my own conclusions. I'm going to just listen to them and I don't really care about, you know, what other people are saying. And you could do that. You know, I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that. You can do that all you want. But if you do that, you will be conned. You will be taken advantage of. You will find out one day that you have been deluded. You have been ignorant of something because you weren't taking these things into account. I'm not saying that the well-educated person is not going to be deluded or ignorant, but it's not going to happen as often. And honestly, what I've found over time is that um, the well-educated person is almost prepared for the ignorance to come, honestly. There's like a certain preparedness that you can reach where you're so aware of the fact that you don't know all. So, so many things that you are prepared to uh, find that you were wrong about something. <clears throat> and rather than it being some bad thing, like, oh, I'm wrong about this thing. It's so sad to me. I, uh, my sense of self is uh, you know, very much based on being right about everything. The, the, the well-educated person is not concerned about being wrong. In fact, in, in my opinion, in my humblest opinion, being wrong is actually the most important thing that you can have happen to you. Because if you realize that you're wrong, if you, if you admit and notice and realize that you were wrong about something, you can change that opinion, you can realize it, and you can make a different assumption, a different judgment, based on different criteria, different data. And the well-educated person will after repeated attempts of using system one, realize this and switch to system two for most things. Now, <coughs> I'll have it said here that, you know, there's no way of using system, system two all the time, but I think the more that you can use it, the more you can use it clearly as well, the less you will be tripped up by these different things. But you will be tripped up eventually, right? It's just a natural part of this process. So the well-educated mind is, is prepared for mistakes. So <coughs> what are the things that you're going to have to avoid or manage, I guess? Not necessarily avoid, but to manage is um, one of the things I think that separates an educated from a well-educated person is that a well-educated person does not uh, get attached to being right or wrong. Does not get attached. His self-esteem is not directly correlated to being right or wrong about something or being educated versus being not educated um, in some way. Because... He realizes that if you put your emotional energy into being right, like if you, um, if your self-esteem is is um, very much attached to you being seen as correct, 
if you are incorrect, and even if you realize it, you won't be able to do anything about it because you're so triggered by the fact of being incorrect that you won't be able to fix it. Um, now maybe that may change over time, but that's something that's going to happen if you do that. And so the well-educated person attempts to not do that as much, um, if, if at all, because the well-educated person realizes that this, this isn't going to help him or her or them or whatever. So, the well-educated person could be a complex thinker. He could be very much into systems and things like this, but he also could not. It's also possible that the well-educated person is not or does not know about systems thinking and complex systems and all this other stuff that we talk about on this channel. Um, and I want to do a deep dive on systems thinking eventually, but, um, but even if he isn't aware of it explicitly, typically speaking, implicitly, he seems to encapsulate it within his or her or their thinking. Uh, a well-educated mind is more structural, more able to go beyond the context of something, the content, into the structure of what's really going on. I made an episode of called Context versus Structure um, because really the, the, the finding difference between content and structure has to do with context. Uh, not always because you can kind of get stuck and you can uh, see structures um, on top of structures. So you can have a structure of like the planet that is uh, within the structure of something called the galaxy or the universe, and that creates certain, certain contexts as well, but for the most part, that's ends up being how this works. Um, so, this person that we're describing here is the ideal well-educated person. This person may not be all of this all the time. And in fact, probably not. You know, there is no such thing as perfection. I've talked about this. I uh, made an episode a while back called, um, what did I call it? I don't, I forget what I call it, but I call it, but I was talking about basically how all systems are imperfect, that there is no perfect solution. I think that's what I called it, something like this. Um, and that all solutions have unforeseen or unlooked for consequences. Um, and this is something I think we need to understand as society, society because if we don't understand this truth that all systems, all solutions have this innate flaw within them, we're going to be more dogmatic or we're going to be less able to... We're going to be less able to um, deal with these things when they come. You, know, you, you, can, you can look at somebody who is uh, giving you a solution and you can ask him all these questions like, oh, well, what, what happens if this happens or whatever? And if he cannot answer or if he doesn't really know the answer 
or more more telling in in my opinion if he gets you know kind of triggered and emotional about the questions because he's the, the questions are kind of disrupting the magical thinking system that this person has created in their heads then you know that this is a system that is you know, something that he has not questioned thoroughly enough um but even if you have done the most thorough research, the most thorough questioning, there will still always be imperfections. This is a natural part of life for various reasons. Things progress, things move in certain ways. If I decide, for instance, to make an episode, I cannot, within that same time frame, decide to you know, read a book or I cannot decide to you go jogging or whatever, you know, and so that con that that decision comes with limitations on my ability to do other things in that time frame, and so consequences, and so that episode was basically trying its hardest to help you become this well educated person. I think the the, the more more well educated you are with this kind of stuff, the more you are able to kind of. Realize this, if not explicitly, then implicitly, um, so that you can kind of account for that as much as possible. Of course, it's not going to be completely possible, but it is something that should be strived for as much as possible when it comes to this kind of thing. So, anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It is a very deep theoretical episode. Sorry very deep theoretical episode but it's something that i think we need to learn how to do more of with ourselves is become this well-educated person become more well-educated in this way um you know i want to i want to do episodes on how to do this more but I, my basic podcast has been about this for the past you know five ten twenty months you know, for the past one or two years is basically perfecting this process and it's not over you know that that's one thing too is that uh, there will be no point in time where this process just like ends it's never going to end and that's the other uh, part of why these systems are going to be imperfect because the system in your mind kind of ends at this solution at uh, working in some way but then what happens after that right um, and that's where the well-educated mind makes room for chaos. And really what we're talking about here is system, system, system thinking and, and yellow stage yellow thinking. The more you can kind of go beyond the, uh, tier one, uh, thinking and sprout dynamics, your stage green, stage orange and whatnot into tier two the more you can kind of do this thing where you can uh, kind of put all of this stuff together into one massive uh, understanding that you can then use within the world and make decisions that work so Anyways, hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll talk to the next one.